Hashtag, this could be your ad. Let me just start off by saying that we don't get paid for these advertisements. These are our side hustles. So have you heard of Instacart? Well, let me tell you about it. It's the future of grocery shopping. Yo, just take out your phone, pull up the Instacart app, create your grocery shopping list, and ding dong! Just like that, someone like myself shows up at your doorstep with your batch of goodies. So easy and convenient. And on the flip side, you can make money with Instacart by being a personal shopper. You just pull up the app, get in your car, select the proper items from the grocery store, and deliver them to your destination with a smile. Instacart is partnered with Publix, Whole Foods, Petco, CVS, and many more. And as of right now, if you sign up to be an Instacart personal shopper and complete 30 batches in 30 days using my referral code, I'll earn $300. And I'll personally pay you $100 from that $300 as a reward for completing 30 batches. So you're already making money, and I'm going to sweeten the pot and give you a cut of this referral money. Okay? Okay. So what are you waiting for? Sign up to be a shopper using my code. That code is M P U E two two one one F. So stop stressing over your long grocery list on a beautiful Sunday fun day and use Instacart. We'll deliver to your house with a smile. Ding dong. All right, your turn, Colleen. I love. Okay, so mine's pretty quick. And if you have a dog, basically, okay. Sorry, I'm already cracking. Okay, so if you have a dog and you go away and you have to board it, it always sucks because you have to go to these like really cheesy places that they either put your dog in this kennel with cement floors or they're like, your dog will have like a TV and it's like $70 a night. Okay, both options are less than ideal. Third option, use Rover. You can leave your dog with a trusted sitter. They are all Rover vetted and you can also see reviews of other people that have left their dog with these people so you can kind of like see what kind of pets that are your situation you're getting into and for $20 off your first booking on rover.com use code c-o-l-l-e-r like caller rhymes with holler 86703 great and and ad i like that we went right into ads before we even got to content because like people love ads on podcasts what are we buying these days the things we hear on these damn podcasts. People are just getting Casper mattresses just because. I am this close. <laughs> Literally was leaving work today and I was like, I mean, I'm probably about to buy a Casper mattress. Like, I just think about it all the time. I just called to say. Remember when I just called to say. Thank you for that time. I just called to say. What had happened was really. Hey, y'all. Hey, and welcome to I Just Called to Say, the podcast that allows listeners to relive real life situations through the perspective of our guests. We'll travel along as they confront and set the record straight on memories that have stuck with them throughout time. Listen along as we dial in and take a stroll down memory lane. I'm your host, Megan Pugh, joined by my co host, Colleen Rest. All right, Colleen. You ready for this? Let's do it. Let's get into it. Let's let's tell them. Oh, yes. This episode. Everyone shits. Everyone shits. Shit happens is the title of this episode. And everyone does it. Everyone poops. So let's not act all weird about it. Like, ooh, girls poop. Mm-hmm. Ah, no, you like Thank you. And another thing is this podcast won't be us talking about poop every time. Like, 
I feel like sometimes I've gotten to that trap of like, I don't know, it's like maybe a season in my life where I like get really fascinated with poop and then I cycle back out of it. So it's not all about shit. No, it's not all about shit. Sometimes it's roses, but today it's about shit. Like I haven't gone to a hockey game since this incident. So, you know, that's when like shit can scar you. And I don't think you probably will wear gap fits or gap bodies ever again. Gap body. I think the uh, overarching lesson that I've learned from telling this story and kind of rehashing it again so much later has been like, it was a real awakening for me of like uh, how you can come off to people. Cause like I definitely spent like a few weeks before that story, like trying to prove to this like particular group of people how like edgy and cool I was. And like, I didn't really think they were paying attention (laughs) and uh, they were, they were. They were definitely aware. But when you're wearing what you described, everyone's watching. And just so you guys know, the outfit that we're talking about, you will hear later on in the story, and the photo will be posted to our Instagram and Facebook accounts. You can see that for yourself. You can uh, vote and comment your thoughts. Drink it in. Take it in. Sex on a stick. Mm-hmm. And you can let us know, do you think this woman would commit the act that was rumored in the story? based on that outfit. Yes, that would be great. We can do a poll. Yes, we'll poll it for sure. Mm-hmm. It's going down. But in particular in this episode, I feel like this was my time to redeem myself, so to speak, and say thank you to Sydney because I couldn't control what happened. And I felt like after that, her, her parents definitely remembered. And whenever I came back around, they were always concerned that I was going to be ill of some sort. So then you're always that friend who's the parents are just like always, is she okay? Is she fine? And you know, no one wants to be that kid. You know, I'm not like a bubble. And it's the commitment that this girl had. Like, we were such good friends. She was my best friend from fifth grade to, uh, I want to say like seventh grade. Like, we were like really close. And, you know, for someone to ride by you during that, it speaks volumes. And it also makes it that she doesn't have a really good keen sense of smell either. But you can hear about that later in the segment. What month are you moving to New York? You can give me a very loose timeline. Because uh, someone was asking me about so people looking for housing. I, I think was like, I can wait until about November before I cool. start cutting my wrist. Got it. <laughs> Okay, that's, you know what, it's good to know your limits <laughs> before things get dark. I can't dark. live in Columbia. I can't go back to Columbia. Not even for a brief period. I mean, the rent-free part would be really nice and like the parental food. But I have a coworker that just moved back in with her parents for only the month of August and she's like about to jump off a bridge. I can't stop laughing because it's so painful. She's like, I'm home. 10 o'clock at night. I just painted my nails. My mom walks in. She has groceries that she needs help unloading. I can't not do that. Like stuff like that. You're just like, oh shit, that would suck. I can't. I can't do that. And then my sisters live together with my niece. I'm like, oh my God, I can't. I can't add to this. I think that's the best option. That's my eye out because I've had a few people posting like, in New York. The girl that she linked me up with, she was like a good option, but I could just tell she was like ready to move. And I was like, I feel you. I want to be ready to move, but yeah, I I, I thought I was. Yeah. 
And I think she might have sensed that too. Seems like you're a bit in a bit of a holding pattern because you're like ready, but like not yeah, quite. Like I'm ready, but my bank like, account is not. And that's why right. I'm even here to so, free up money so that I can take said money to the city. That seems, yeah, that seems like a better idea. See, okay. Then just got to think about that. Just remind yourself that is the end goal. And this is just a temporary blip. Do you think I enjoyed living with a newlywed couple in a ice palace? No. An ice palace. <laughs> like, literally nicest people on earth. Best house I could have ever lived in. Like, it was palatial and I was, like, treated like a princess. But I still was just, like, you know, it was just, like, if, if it's not right where you want to be at that time, it just never really feels good. And just for the record, I was very appreciative of that time. It just, like, did not feel... For anything. It, I did not feel... Well, I mean, like, you and Matt were, like, personally, brother and sister at that point, the way you guys, like, communicated. Yeah. I'm going to Florida next weekend to visit Peter. Because, you know, we're doing the long distance thing. People really like them. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much liking it. The only plus side... Okay, I'm not gonna say that. I'm not pretty much liking it. I'm pretty much liking the part that I can fart freely in bed. That's exciting. You know? I've been holding a lot of farts <laughs> late night. Um, he tries to do the cute boyfriend thing where he pretends that he doesn't hear me, but you know, I'm farting. Mm-hmm. So one of the blessings in life is that Dallas, my boyfriend, doesn't have a very oh. strong sense of smell, so he <laughs> does not notice farts. So I like when I. Think on Thanksgiving of things I'm thankful for. That is certainly one that makes the list because I have horrible IBS. So let's talk about poop, baby. Wow. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that That could be your Let's talk about poop. Let's do it. Yeah, set the stage. Tell us the story. I can set the stage. Actually, the farting part was perfect because it like launches me great and it sets, it lets people know what's up with my bowel situation. What had happened was really, he just called to say, so I lied when, and she just called to say, so why would you do that? we just called to say, that really changed my life. Pick, up your here with my good friend, Abby. And Abby, I'm gonna tell you the story. Great. If you know it or not, that's fine, but I, you can just react in, as you see fit. Sure, in real time to the story, if yes. it's something that I'm familiar with. Yes, because okay. I think at the time, so Abby was actually my roommate while I was in Jordan, and then Abby was kind enough to invite me to join her homestay because I had actually never lived in my own apartment, so it was like adjusting to know your own, a new culture, a new country, but also just like how the fuck do you cook? Live by yourself when you're Live trying to grocery shop in a yeah. different country with a different language Precisely. and different cuisine. Yeah. yeah. In 2012, I had the opportunity to study abroad in Jordan. Literally, all of my friends were like going to Spain and Italy, like very normal places to study abroad. And I was like, Jordan will work for me because it's different. Do I speak Arabic? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> can I okay, speak to the, uh, the culture of the Jordanian people? No. Like very minimally. <laughs> Ali Amin is either like to the left or to the right. I actually think I speak more Farsi from watching Saw's The Sunset than Arabic. Okay, so I was in Jordan, and so Jordan's in the middle of the desert, so resources are very limited, and produce is often 
either like it was kind of just like coming off sugar basically like a month in you're either the food is great like you're eating a lot of fresh food but it was um challenging to an already fragile system for me maybe it wasn't coming off sugar maybe it was just you were anxiety yeah sometimes like women in their 20s get anxiety shits so it's like kind of like just like pooping out water basically <laughs> all the time. And our trip had arranged these trips, these excursions out into the middle of the desert to go see Petra and Wadi Rum. And one of the trips was like we were hiking in these big sand dunes that had these huge like canyon walls. And I had all day, I've been kind of just having like really um, like splitty splatters. <laughs> Is what my friends from college called them. So on that bus out to Wadi Rum, I was having some splitter splatters already. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I remember the bus ride. I was just shitting my brains out. And there was there was a bathroom. It was clogged. And everyone was like, you can't use it because it's clogged. And I was like, whoever clogged it feels really bad, I'm sure. So let's forgive them. And I continued to use it because I had no better option. Yeah. When you're traveling and you have that kind of stomach ache, it's like you're not actually expelling anything from your body. It's just like you're just shitting every 20 minutes. It's like kind of like a routine at that point. So that was me. And like, so then we like, and I was just all oh in a bus. <laughs> just adds more glamour to this. It's definitely bubbly guts. Yeah, just like bubbly guts. Yeah, horrible, horrible. So then we get out and we're like walking around. I'm like, okay, shit, I really have to go. And I'm literally running in sand up a hill to go behind this rock that they were like, they had defined as the restroom rock. And they were like, if you need the bathroom, like, you know, just find a rock. Yeah, it was after we got off the ATVs and chatted with the Bedouins with their Tiba before we got on the camps. Correct. Yes, I remember. Exactly. (laughs) Maybe it was the tea. Oh, maybe the sugar in the tea. Maybe it was coming on oh, sugar. Oh, oh, oh. So it's like very sweet. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sweet mint tea. Wanana was the tea situation. Chai wanana. Chai wanana. Moi wanana. Like too much nana. <laughs> Behind this rock, I I had to abandon my panties, basically. Yeah. Because I did shit my pants and they did not make it through that scenario. So I like shallowly buried them in the sand. And I was like, whatever, like carry on, keep your head tall, like you're a queen, let's go. And they were like, all right, girls go over there. And I was like, great. And I'm running up the hill and I, I feel it. I'm too late, okay? Splitty splatters are, are happening and my pants aren't all the way down. They're not even halfway down. My underwear obliterated. So I do... <laughs> It's really bad. It's it's messy. It's messy. I'll never find a husband. What were you wearing? What were you wearing? I was wearing uh, these Gap Body workout pants. Gap <laughs> Body. You don't want anything touching your body. Who you are? Yeah. They were like <laughs> shoving. 
Colleen, you want free flowing things. To be fair, they like did go out, but like at the knee. And I don't know why, because I was like, this is like a style choice. I was like trying to prove to people. These Bermuda, okay, I'm confused. They like kind of like went out at the knee and then they came back in at the ankle. So there's a lot of look. I bought them because they obscured my body and I thought that that would be respectful towards the Arab culture, but they actually just looked heinous. They're in one of my profile pictures, if anyone cares to look. Um, they're bad. And a, a gold sparkly top. What? What was I what? wearing? A gold sparkly top? Wow. From where? Charlotte Ruth. A gold sparkly top. Forever 21? No, a vintage market. Oh, look at you. Well, Miss I got, Vintage. I, I got on the vintage train real early. I was like, a way to be different. Perfect. As oh you gosh, what song were you into at that time? I feel like your out your song choice matches your outfit. Oh, Brendan Duvall, that's all Gucci Mane remix. <laughs> Wait. That's my favorite song. I don't know that. What is that? It's like dun, 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 if you Brendan YouTube it, Duvall. You it. Brendan Duvall, that's all Gucci Mane remix. This is what you were listening to? Yeah, that's it. Oh my god, I fucking love that song. Right, your gold sparkly top. Yeah, and Gat Body just shoots. My. Could you hear the song when you shit your pants? <laughs> yeah, so I took like this vibe to Jordan, which this is actually a perfect segue. What did people already so, think of you before you like? Yeah, so you're wearing yeah. this gold outfit traveling to Jordan as this white girl yeah. and from Columbia, South Carolina, no less. Yes. So this is perfect. Um, not great things. <laughs> so I kind of arrived a little fresh on the scene um, to my program to realize that it was actually a really intense program that was built for Georgetown and GW kids to like prep to go into the State Department. And I went to Eckerd College, which is a beautiful school on the coast of Boca Ciega Bay in St. Petersburg, Florida. I just like came in real hot and I was like, Brent Duvall, that's all remix check. And like, I was just like definitely in a rage stage of like, let's fucking throw down. So again, Jordan was a weird choice. And, and maybe I wasn't particularly that way, but in comparison to my new colleagues, I basically was like a freak. So I was just like kind of already the wild child of our program per se so there was this girl and so she had kind of like she was already just like the whole trip the whole semester really she was just like kind of like eye rolly whenever i would come around because she was like really say her name say her name say her name (laughs) her name was olivia her name was olivia olivia and she (laughs) She kind of was like, I mean, she's great. She's actually very religious. So also shout out to God on his behalf. So she, I mean, she met well. She was great. However, she had different experiences in life that exposed her to different things than what I was exposed to. So she was on my trip. Cut back to when I just, I just shit my panties, basically. And I'm like taking off my pants. Your your gap fits? Is that what they My gap body uh pants and it's like one of those times when you just like have to abandon ship on the undies it's a like nice (laughs) knowing you you've served your purpose yeah like 
that we've all had those times. So I like, I'm like, fuck, okay, I'm just gonna like get rid of these entirely and then just like start to dig. R.I.P. R.I.P. Like sending them off into the desert wilderness to live their best life. And I was like really rushed because also like every time you went to the bathroom, like no one would wait for you. So you had to like run back and like never been really fit. I like dug a very shallow grave and kind of just like kicked some sand over them. Got back out hands, there. Like, got back out there. And like as I turned the corner. She was walking up a small mound of sand and she's like, oh, just the bathroom there. Like, is that a good bathroom spot kind of? And I was right. Like, yeah. Cause like, right, because what else do you say? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I just shit my pants there. Please don't go behind that rock. Which like now I would now I would say that. Yeah. But we were 20 years old. Yeah, and I was like, maybe she was my new best friend. Like, I don't know. She was not. Spoiler <laughs> alert. <laughs> she is not. Um, yeah, it's it's a good. Yeah, but why would she like, pee behind the same rock kind of as you? She knew you peed on it. Like, That's just, weird. Like, literally, I feel like I would just want like my own. Really, rock. it was a great rock for it. I mean, we were in like this huge desert, so there was. I would feel the same. Um, I think <laughs> space making in this particular part of the desert, and like you're kind of like with like you know when you're with all these new people, you're like kind What's of happening? trying to be like. And like you're with these guys that you're like, maybe this is my husband. So like you want to like make sure that you like keep it cute. Let's just say my husband was not on that trip. But some of the girls from my trip were like, this is the time that I will meet my husband. Mm -hmm. Or they like approached dating with with vigor. So they didn't. I mean, I didn't want anyone to see me shitting in the desert but she was like oh i'm gonna go take you know take a tinkle whatever she's like a girl that has never shit in her life so she like goes behind the rock and i'm like oh it's kind of embarrassing whatever like hopefully she'll just like girl code it and like not tell everyone about the fucking splitter splatter back there so we like finish our hike for the day we get back on the bus and it's like you know there's times when you're in a bus it's like really late and you can kind of like hear voices like murmuring through and like you can always hear like someone's yes. music from their headphones it's like and that person's usually like, passed out yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like, t -t 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 -t. and you're like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Was this when we were coming back from Petra at this point? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do remember. Yeah. And do you remember, okay, I actually don't know if we were like sitting near each other, but everyone's like talking about like cold bars in DC. Yes. And I was like, really like, wow, I traveled halfway across the globe to like learn a fucking like beehive or whatever. <laughs> I don't yep. know if that's a real bar in DC. but like, bar in Boston, but... Yeah. I learned a lot about bars in DC. Yeah. I remember tombs. They're like, ah, oh, you have to go to our house. Damn, that tombs. Like, I've yeah. never been to the place, but like, we were douchey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just like, I mean, I was a douche too, to even care. Like, everyone was a douche. Everyone was douche. I was like, listening to this conversation, and like, eventually, like, the conversation is kind of like pittering out. Yeah. People are falling asleep. Like, it's, it's tie tie time. People start to kind of like softly gossip to themselves. Yeah. And, uh, Olivia was like two rows behind me and I could like kind of hear like start to talk shit it's about happening. people and I was like oh fuck definitely listening but like there's no way I've cleared this because like the whole day just anything I did would be like very eye rolly like I also did like very little research before coming to Jordan <laughs> so like my learning curve was very hard like I would just learn things that everyone else had like clearly known for a very long time before they got there and I'd be like oh they're no. like don't you know Colleen right like, they would say things like the Levant yeah and I just like wouldn't know Anyway, so she's like kind of talking shit 
And like, they all just talked about DC people the whole time usually. Like, so, so it was really weird because I basically was, I felt like I was in DC a lot of the time because they were all from DC and with each other that were already friends. They already had this like kind of baked in social life. And I was just kind of part of the kids that run the outskirts. And like that group of us kind of like made our own gang. But so I could like hear her murmuring and she was like, do you want to hear something really nasty? And of course, someone's like, fuck yeah, I can't want to hear that. And she was like, this today on the hike when we when Colin went behind the rock. And I was like, oh shit, this is the time. Like, obviously she's going to be like, it's like, which is like pretty embarrassing. Okay, like that's pretty bad. But like, I could have, I'm like, that's a wrap on Jordan. Like I need to leave. And she was like, she masturbated. She masturbated behind the rock. And then she, she uh, threw away her panties. And I was like... <laughs> I was paralyzed and oh uncertainty of how to be even begin to be like, like, no, no, the, this shit might like, be. First of all, what does this girl, what does this girl think masturbation is? Like, or that like I am this like horny toad that like is like I am in this desert and like anyone I who's wearing a gold to, like, disco ball top needs to go behind a rock to rub one out after a long day's hike. And then have such an intense time and you know she's and she knows she saw the burial site clothing she definitely saw the burial site because she was like yeah she buried her panties like that is confirmed and i was like because it was a shallow grave and that's on me (laughs) but i also was not not, and i just like wasn't bold enough to be like no i actually shit my pants so I just lived with this girl thinking that I was like this sexual. Oh my God. She yes. thought you were like so sexual that you took time out of your Bedouin camel, like riding experience in Arabia. Yes. Day. Like I'm and just trying like, to get a good Instagram slash profile pic at the time. But, but I'm just going to like really... get myself out real quick. Because <laughs> I'm a hot, hot woman. And also that that would like ruin your underwear so much that you needed to take a shower. <laughs> exactly, exactly the situation. Okay, so what I take away from this is she's a dumbass. Right. Holy oh, shit, goodness. like I don't even know how to begin to <laughs> fix this. So that is my poop situation. Nothing is worse than having shit your pants and then accused of basically squirting <gasps> oh all gosh. over the Jordanian desert. And so did everyone believe the rumor? Yeah, everyone believed the rumor. It was, like, something that I had to, like, softly, like... I mean, eventually, they, like, made friends that would be like, oh, hey, like, remember that? Like, remember that time you passed? Like, you know, and I'd be like, okay, no. You never came crack with anyone on the story. I did, like, dear friends, I did. I'd be like, you know, I actually just, like, shit my pants. Like, because eventually, like... You know, your real friends got to know, like, I w- they knew that I was, like, pooping all the time. So, they like, that tracked more for them. Yeah, I would like to say that while in Jordan, this was, again, before we lived together, perhaps they knew that I couldn't hang in the field of gossip and rumors because mm-hmm. I am not a good gossip. You're not a good gossip, which is also what makes you great. Yeah, um, but I never heard this. It's never going to happen to me. <laughs> Especially because, like, I wasn't, like, getting it in. Like, I wasn't, like, there was nothing else about me other than the fact that I was, like, maybe a little bit more, like, less academically focused and more socially focused than my peers that, like, made it seem like maybe I would need to masturbate behind a rock. My interview question to you. Yes. 
is was your impression of me at the time a woman who could have pulled off such a stunt? Okay, the answer is no, but I would have thought about it. Okay, it was in the realm of possibility. It was in the realm of possibility. She could. Yeah. Okay, I could have, but maybe not like expected. Right. Like it, if I, it came to me as that, I would have been like, that's not true. Okay, you wouldn't be like, not Colleen. I would have said. But you also would have been. I like, would have said, of course. No, I would have said not Colleen, and then I would have been for the next three hours. I would have like really thought about that answer and been like. Shit, maybe I'm wrong. And then the next day I would have forgotten about it and stuck with my original not calling answer. Good. Okay, that's I think that's a very fair assessment because I feel like the way that I prefaced this was like I was somewhat of an outsider in a group of Georgetown SGW elite. I would like to say that while I technically belonged in that party, I also did not feel like I belonged in that party. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why Colleen and I were such great friends, I think. Yes. Okay. Love that. I will agree with that. I think that was it. I think that, or like I smoked weed once. Like, She's <gasps> Weed, that's like not even a drug. That was like a big thing. <sighs> oh, like, yeah. Or they'd be like, oh, I know a record. Like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, like, but like, you know, it's like that thing where like, I don't know if you've ever had this, like when you're Southern and people are like, are you from the South? And you're like, you say y'all. And you're like, yeah, I say y'all. And you like start like laying into it for no reason. And you become like, like yeah, yeah. like that. What are you talking That was the worst Southern accent I could have ever done though. I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it was kind of like that. You know, like when, so like they'd be like, oh, you're from a party school. I'd be like, yeah, I'm from a party school. You know, party, party hard. Like I love a good shot. Like I'd like say like dumb shit to try and like build myself up. Which I guess is just like a social thing that people do, but like really. Peg stand was like 48 seconds. I mean, AKA, that means you're fat. <laughs> They're like, yeah, I can tell. Oh my God, what? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like what party lies I've told. I've told people that I've beer bonged to Four Loca. I've oh never once. Four Loca. Remember like the first sip of a Four Loca, which is always the worst. I was like. <laughs> it like. Like it the whole, hurts. like the whole preparation to drink it was just like the hardest part was the first sip. You know what I used to do? I used to crack them in my mini fridge at about five o'clock, and I'd let the um, carbonation die out, and then I'd pour them over. <laughs> Me and my friend used to take our best shots, and we'd finish like a can and like way too fast. <laughs> I would love oh, to God. have an OG recipe. That would be insane. Like, you have to be like, all right, guys, we're splitting this amongst like, three people to a can because it could get scary. It's like, how do you find the original? You gotta find the original. My mama told me I'm gonna do big things just because I get God. Beating all lies. I'm trying to make a million four and 25. What are the odds? Kicking indoors, making acquaintances, making some balls on the dick. Cause the love that you got in your life Your mama, yourself, and it, I call her Christ I'm just out here trying to keep up my hype Positivity and being alive I ain't worried about the next man or the next girl I'm just getting my life I, I'm just saying how I feel And if I can't value myself and hold well I'm living for the present cause the future ain't real They ask me how I know I said we gotta die still Talk to me at the Coliseum where they have like the semi-professional hockey team in Colombia, the Infernos. And I'm sitting next to Michael Angelini watching this hockey game after we had just finished eating red velvet cake at the Wendy's across the street. Oh God. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm like, oh man, what a very interesting child who likes red velvet cake on a birthday. Yeah, that's like so oddly mature. Really, like the next thing is carrot cake. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the next verse is carrot cake. You're like, okay, like, are you well, a kid? I did go to this one. The best choice for cake is ice cream cake. Okay, everyone's happy. Hands down. Honestly, she shouldn't yeah. have ice cream cake. It's a hockey party. Everything's on ice. Yeah, that's much more on brand. Come on, oh my girl. Gosh. I'm not feeling well, and I look at Michael Angelini sitting next to me, and Michael's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, Michael, I don't feel well. Like, I have, like, something sitting on my chest. He's like, maybe you need to, like, burp it up. It's so like he's like telling me. Oh, no. He's like telling me to burp. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm burping. Yes, because like little boys just love okay. to burp. They're like perfect solution to everything. Burp. So I'm like making these forceful burps. My other friend Sydney West sitting next to me, and mind you, I'm sleeping over at Sydney's house that night. And so she's like, Megan, you gotta feel better. She's like, we're watching this hockey game, and we're having the slumber party afterwards. I'm like, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I'm like, I'm really not feeling well. I, like, I think I need to go to the bathroom. Like, I need to go. And so Sydney's like, I'll go with you. So I go to the bathroom, do my business. And I'm like, okay, you know, you're not feeling well when things start to come out liquidy. You're like, hmm. No, 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 no. You hear yeah. the splash and you're like, things are not okay. He just called to say, so I lied when. And she just called to say, so why would you do that? We just called to say. That really changed my life. Oh my gosh, I could have been talking to you right now. It's been so long. I know, it's so crazy. <laughs> you still sound the same. You don't. I don't know why you sound different. Interesting. I don't know, maybe it's because I'm a I'm a thespian, so maybe it's that actor oh, me. Yeah. I'm an actor. <laughs> oh my god, I have so many moments I don't want to be like, do you remember this? Do you remember this? One of my favorite pastimes with you is that we used to make PowerPoints and pretend we were doing like the morning news show. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, like <laughs> PowerPoint was a jam. Was- <laughs> uh, we did all of the performances. Like, I don't think we missed any sort of category. No, like, always on beat. <laughs> I, think we, I think we covered all the bases. Oh my goodness. Uh, let me segue to the main reason why I called <laughs> to tell you thank you for taking care of me at April Barnes's hockey birthday party. I'm sitting in between you and Michael Angelini. (laughs) Do you remember Michael Angelini? I feel like you guys were pretty close in high school. Oh, that was my eighth grade boyfriend. That was your eighth grade boyfriend? Oh yeah, we we dated for like a solid, I don't know, eight months, a year pretty much, yeah. Wait, oh my gosh, because we all went on the same Charleston trip. Do you remember Yeah, we went on the Charleston trip. We were already together at that point I like hesitate to say dating because it's like it's eighth grade yeah it's so silly but um I think we were already together at that point oh my gosh that's hilarious I'm sitting in between you and Michael Angelini and I'm like forcefully making myself burp (laughs) it's just disgusting and I'm like smack up between you two and I'm like they're probably just getting like Wendy's chicken nuggets and red velvet (laughs) cake ice cream (laughs) The sweats are still happening. It's getting worse. And I'm like, wow, I need to go to the bathroom. And you being just like the great friend and trooper. And it's almost like that secret bomb where you're like, okay, this person's spending the night at my house. So it's like, they're kind of like on my watch. So I felt like you're like, must take care of friend. 
So yeah. we're like going to the bathroom like every 10 minutes at this point. But then it's getting really intense because like the lines are getting long because obviously it's a hockey game and it's an arena. Right. And I'm like, yeah, these lines are not gonna work. And so they're like letting me use like the medic bathroom there. And it gets to like one point where you and I keep like rushing down there to like go use this bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> You go into the bathroom with me at one point and I'm like violently going. You are just like a trooper in this handicapped bathroom with me. And you look me dead in the eyes at one point and you're like, uh, Megan, you missed the seat. <laughs> While I'm like aggressively shitting. <laughs> it's like, in that moment, I was like, Thank you. I'm embarrassed. And why the fuck are you in here with me? <laughs> oh, I must have just completely blanked that part oh, out yeah. of my mind. I, I think back on it, so I can like see the eye contact you're giving me. Oh my oh, god. My... Now that you're saying it, it's just like, oh my god. Why? Why? I think I was afraid you were going to die. To be perfectly honest, I was like, please just like don't pass no. out. <laughs> you said something along those lines so that happens and i think like oh yeah that's the end of it that's the violet part all the cake is out and then we go to sit back down at this point i'm also thinking like why didn't anyone call my mom <laughs> honey you need to go home but you were also in ride or die slumber party mode and you were like it's okay megan when we get home i'm gonna make you some lipton noodles i'm <laughs> just like I'm like, I can't go home and have soupy noodles with you. And so I'm like, okay, yeah, you're right. I'm going to get better. And so the hockey game was like ending and we're like walking out and it's like the cherry on top of the cake where like I projectile vomit like over the railing. And that is what everyone's like, oh, okay. <laughs> She's not okay. So I don't know if anyone had called. I, I think your parents had called my parents, but your mom and dad come and pick us up. We're in the car and you're still like, yeah, so I'm going to go home and make you those noodles. And your mom is like, Sydney, sweetie, she's not coming home with us. My mom is like, I am not cleaning up vomit. Like, no, uh -uh. She's going home. I'm like, yeah, I got to go, Sydney. I'm like dehydrated at that point. Oh my God. And ever oh. since then, I've like, well, for the longest, I've blamed red velvet cake, but... Now I realized it was just a virus that just like shot through my body for like a good 24 hours. Oh dear God. Yeah, wow. I remember all of that now. Like riding in the car, I'm like, yeah, we're gonna, like I never got out of that. I'm just like, you know, it's not like puke and rally. It's like whatever the term <laughs> that is. I'm a sixth grade yeah. version. You're like, it's the weekend. I can't go home and be sick. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I can't go home and be boring. It's the weekend. Like, oh, let's like, miss the seat. <laughs> just me. And one friend who shouldn't have been in the bathroom with me. Oh, dear. So ride or die. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. That is like, can't leave people alone that oh you think you might die. Just yeah. <laughs> have the eye contact. Just like... okay. Because you know, it's like you're like a little person and you're using like those large handicapped public toilets. So it's like yeah. you're already kind of like hanging. You can't like fit all the way on it. Oh man, I was gonna nurse you back to health. <laughs> you and your mom brought my stuff like the next day. And my mom was like, Sydney Probably. stopped by and she seemed very concerned about you. Well, I mean, she would have been concerned too if she saw what was <laughs> happening. You 
was a massacre <laughs> in that bathroom. Oh my god, it was bad. It was... I've never been to another hockey game, and it's so funny. Oh my because gosh, you'll never look at another hockey game the same now. <laughs> you gotta. Think. Oh, oh, I don't. That's literally anytime anyone's like. Hey, have you ever been to a hockey game? And so, like, for the longest time, I couldn't even remember who it was. I was like, I feel like I've only ever been to one, and my friend was really sick. <laughs> I was with that was, like, dying. That's all I remember. I remember you puking over the railing, like, hardcore, just, like, on the concrete splatter. Yes, and like, I remember, it, like, making eye contact with, like, security staff, and it was like, oh, just like, whoa. But my one was obviously <laughs> different. And I was like such a little person. I just remember like my body just like convulsing from it. God. I was like, Michael, you yeah, were wrong. I, I shouldn't have been birthing. Jesus. Oh yeah. And I remember that too. Like him leaning over like sideways and you looking just oh my God, pitiful. It's miserable. In my memory, like you look pale. <laughs> I remember consistently sweating. sweating. Just like you're going to die a what little bit. What was interesting like, was that everyone had those, um, Everyone had like those like convenience store hand warmers yeah. and they're like, yeah, hold the hand warmers. They'll help you. I was like, I don't think that's how this works. <laughs> white people doing white people. Oh my gosh. But I also remember like April having like a very serious boyfriend at the time, Ben. Was that his Oh yeah, they're married now. Are they really? Yeah, they never, they stayed together the whole time. They, they got married. What? Because I remember, like, I was like, I wish you guys cared more about me being sick right now. Love that you can be with someone that you've known since middle school. Well, technically, you've just knew each other since middle school, but you weren't dating that long. Yeah, we started dating between uh, junior and senior year. Well, the second time. I remember they were both in orchestra, too. He played the bass, and I believe she was on cello. No, you I... played the French horn. <laughs> I played the French horn very terribly. That last I remember one time you told your mom, you were like... I can't play the French horn anymore. You're like, I almost fainted in class. Yeah, I was, I hated it. Like, in hindsight, that's what we call anxiety. And no, just no, 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 thank you. Like, and then of course the teacher was like, I played French horn in college. And I'm like, okay. Like, yeah, that's not going to help. Teacher that was just like, so over my shit. Like, just so over. She's like, you don't practice enough. And I was like, I don't think that's going to help, to be honest. Oh my God, I never practiced in orchestra. And then I was the girl who would like cry whenever we had a playing test because I sucked. Like I would cry in the middle of class and I'd be like, well, yeah, because you suck and you don't practice. Me too. I'm like, but yeah. I'm crying. Everyone feels sympathy for me. I know. I was exactly the same. Oh my God. I used to, like, I would get so angry and like upset and just be like, can we get off of like whatever the fuck I'm doing right now? That's probably why we were like, close friends at that time. We were just like anxiety yeah, ridden and we just like found comfort in each other's anxiety. We're like, okay, we're not alone. Oh my gosh. This is a random memory that I have of you, but I felt like this was like your glow up in middle school. It was like, cause you know, middle school is already like awkward. Everyone is like awkwardly looking and stuff. And there was like one moment where I was like, oh my gosh. And you had an appointment at like a hair cuttery or like some, some hair salon that was located next door to a Quiznos in Baba John's. <laughs> Yep, here we are. Yes, here we are. That's the name of it. And you yeah. were getting like your hair cut in layers for the first time and your eyebrows waxed for the first time. And you got them done and your mom and I were like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. And then we get back to your house. We go run and play outside. It starts raining and we have to run back home. You walk in the house looking like just like a wet mess. And your mom is like this. <laughs> 
She's like, we literally just got your haircut. You done up, and this is how you look. I yeah, know. you were like, yeah. you're like, sorry. She was like, just go, just go. Just go. I don't know what she thought was gonna happen to that haircut. Like, it's a hair. Yeah. The cut. You're like, she didn't really do anything. The lady just like cut it and then kind of like put like three curls in your hair. But it was like very Lizzie McGuire chic. I remember that. I was like, ugh, jealous. I looked. Like everything that she did. Oh my God, yeah. Like if she wore cheetah print pants and a purple top, like that's what everyone's wearing. Yeah, it was going down. Like butterfly clips and all. And little braids. And you know, start screaming, I want a bra! Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, you have to be just it, it as dramatic down. as Lizzie too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like we all secretly wanted to be Kate, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we, we all identified with Lizzie. Like no one was cool. Oh okay. my god, but you know who was kind of cool, but it was kind of like she was like, Get in my life, get in my life, get in my life. I ain't worried about the next man or the next girl, I'm just getting my life. Get in my life, get in my life. I ain't worried about the next man or the next girl, I'm just getting my life. from the soul I mean straight from the heart I carry the weight so if I fall off then it's nobody's fault sleeping an option what is a break the only time I'm a stop dog is probably I'm awake I'm just saying how I feel and if I can't value myself then who will Sydney you get two gold stars Thank you again for a phenomenal conversation. I believe the last time we exchanged words was in the hallway of the Spring Valley High School circa 2007. Though we drifted apart, I always saw you, girl. She's now married to Justin Murphy, who we went to middle school with. I mentioned him earlier in the podcast, and they currently reside in Massachusetts. Y'all go see a hockey game, okay? Since we last recorded, mm -hmm. I'm back in Columbia. Hey, the Soda never City. Say never, never say never, people. There I remember you are. in 2009 when I was going off to college, I was making fun of everyone who was going to Midlands Tech, and I said, "I will never go to a community college or a technical college." 2010, I was at Midlands Tech, transferring. In. <laughs> never say never. I'm back home in Columbia, broke as ever. But what's cool about it is. I can text my mom and dad at any point and be like, can I get $20? Oh my and God, that is incredible. Me. Yeah. That's insane. My mom, I don't, let's just do this right now. Let's just see what she would say. I'm just going to text my mom out of the blue. Can I have $20? I want to know what she says. Hopefully we'll get an answer. Our background music is Compliments of Alec Og off of his album, Fins. The song featured on this episode is entitled Live Life by Manny Houston. Thank you, thank you, thank you again for listening to I Just Called to Say. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and like. Beep, 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 beep. Until next time, smell you later, babies. Beep, beep. He just called to say. So I lied when. And she just called to say. So why would you do that?